Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The words that you speak are incredibly powerful. If you can understand that power and put it to work, you can change your life almost instantaneously. Join law of attraction expert, noted author, and empowerment coach, Risha Baker, as she helps you to shape and share your words to bring about great wealth, great health, and great well-being. Here's Risha. Well, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the year 2015. Thank you for tuning in to a new episode, the first episode of the year. Um, Power Talk with Risha Baker. I am your host and so glad to be with you guys on this day because, um, you know, it's been a while since I posted a new podcast and I've really been revving up for this new year. A lot of revamping and reprocessing on my direction. Last year was a really good year, a really successful year and a year full of a lot of growth for me. Although I am following my path, which is which I believe is my destiny to raise the awareness of the power of words and the science of positive communication. I still am on a journey of evolution myself and this evolution will never end. And I think that's one of the greatest parts of life and the greatest parts of of just continuing to evolve as I'm teaching the importance of positive speaking. And uh, so happy new year to you all. And I hope that this year is brighter than the last. And by the way, send me an email or a message on my website, which is reshabaker.com. I love to hear from you guys. During the holidays, I heard from a few of you, which really, really encouraged me to keep pushing forward. I'm not sure. Honestly, I wanted to read one of the emails I received from a young woman who really, really, her words inspired me and and brought tears to my eyes because it reminded me of the purpose of why I do what I do. Uh, We all have a purpose. We all are here for the purpose of helping expand the consciousness of this universe. It starts incrementally though. It starts from a very small part, from influencing and encouraging those that's immediate to us, our family, our friends, so on and so forth. And her note really encouraged me because it reminded me of why I do this every day, all day, why this is my focus. And I want to remind you that you also have a purpose and that what you do and contribute to this world is very important and if you have a passion and a love for something please do not take for granted that you have a talent and there is something within you that is a driving force in which it creates a path that you must follow see a lot of us feel like you know what we desire to do and what makes us the most happy is not the most realistic thing Or we may think and be discouraged by those around us, family and friends, um, that what really drives us and makes us happy is is unrealistic or it's just not feasible. I want to remind you, don't listen to those voices. A lot of us settle for things that either bring in good money or it seems stable or it's accepted by our family and by society and we waver in our decision but i'm i want to remind you that whatever is pushing you whatever fuels you within listen to it listen to it do not take for granted that voice because that's what's 
telling you, hey, this is the direction you need to go. This is why you're here. Follow that path because you are worth it. You are worthy. And there is something that you must fulfill. And if you ignore that voice, you will feel the void of not fulfilling your destiny. For me, it's what I'm doing right now. I have always known that there has been and always will be power in words. That is my niche. This is what I do. Raise the awareness to people that look. They say all the time, right? And there's books out there on this, countless books, telling us that the power of our thoughts are important. That if we want to improve our lives, that we must shift our thought process. Think more positively. Now, although that is true, I say, choose better words. You know why? Because words are more tangible. Thoughts are intangible. You know, in our minds, when we conjure up a thought, it's gone with the wind. That quick, the snap of a finger. It may be a little harder to try to, okay, be aware of your thought. It takes more discipline and it takes more of a gradual uh, process to become conscious of our thoughts in order to know that we're thinking something negative, so now we must shift it. Let me just remind you, it is a viable tactic. It does work to shift your thought process. But what I've discovered is that it's easier to choose better words. It's a way of getting there. It's a way of improving your life in a more tangible way because words must roll off our tongues. We got to fix our mouths in a certain kind of way in order to even speak. So it's easier for us to catch ourselves about to say something negative and hold our tongues, so to speak, and change the words that we use and to change the tonality in which we use those words. See, if I get upset and I go out of my mouth to say something that I know is fueled by anger, I can much quicker stop myself from saying certain words, realize my state of mind, and consciously then choose how I'm going to handle the situation and choose a more positive way of explaining myself and expressing myself, which then is a domino effect of other things, changing my energy, changing the energy of the room, um, talking to the person in a more loving way. There is more of a control and the outcome totally changes from what it could have been. And so being aware of the words that we choose is so important. That's why I wanna dedicate my life to this because I wanna revolutionize the way we speak. Because if we can be conscious of how important words are and start speaking more impeccably, then this is going to inevitably change the way we see the world and is going to forever expand and continue to expand the world in a more positive way. Because what we speak out into the universe we will be sending more, 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 more positive energy and vibrations out because you know words yield power. Words are fueled with energy. Words are things. And so I just want to drive that home to you for this new year as you're listening to this podcast because um, I think that should be part of your resolution. We've all got resolutions for this new year and so many of us have things that's trickled on from the previous year into 2015. But I'd like to encourage you to add speaking more impeccably this year to your list. You will be amazed at how it changes your life, how it changes and influences your immediate contacts, your children, your spouses, your friends, your coworkers if you become more conscious on choosing more positive words 
And I'm not just saying verbally, right? Because you start speaking more positively in a verbal way. Ultimately, it's going to change how you speak to yourself internally. That internal voice, you know, it's going to change all of that. You're listening to Law of Attraction Radio Network, enhancing the well-being of millions of listeners worldwide. LOARadioNetwork.com is heard through 25 different internet radio stations, as well as iTunes Radio, Stitcher.com, and our mobile apps. The Law of Attraction Radio Network, your trusted source of daily inspiration at LOARadioNetwork.com. I'm just taking a sip from my um my green tea over here. I have this cup um, that was given to me as a gift, and it says, follow your heart, and I love to drink my teas in here, in this cup. Inspires me. Um, but anyway, my point is, um, as getting back to my point to you guys, is, uh, is being mindful that words are important, that they are powerful, and um, I can go on and on about the power of words. There's so many aspects of it that I'd like to share with you guys, but we'll get back to that um, later. I did want to share this with you, though. Um, I came across this video of a motivational speaker. His name is Eric Thomas. You could Google Eric Thomas. They call him ET for short. And I'm hoping to get an interview with him on this show as well in the future. Keep your fingers crossed for me because I would love to have him on the show. I think he would be a really, really inspiring guest for Power Talk. But um, he's a he's a football, he was an NFL football player turned um, uh, motivational speaker. And he goes around speaking at schools and different places, corporations and such. And he's doing really, really well. And his videos are on YouTube and you can Google it and find it really easily. But he's really good. I mean, really inspiring. He has a very big way of getting his point across. His speeches are fueled with passion. You watch one of his uh, YouTube videos of him talking, giving a speech, and I guarantee you, you will be moved. And I was introduced to um, his video that, and this particular video inspired me and really moved me. Um, it's about finding your why. And I wanted to share this particular thing with you because, again, I think it's a great way to start the new year. You know, we come across so many people and so many different uh, messages that God sends us, right? Because we know God communicates us in so many different facets. And I was just talking to a friend about this recently, that we pray to God, we ask God, God, please give me a sign. This is what I'm going through. Please tell me what to do. Give me some guidance. Send me a sign, a message, right? That's kind of like the story with the guy hanging off the cliff. God sends him a boat, an airplane, all these different things. But then he's like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. I'm waiting for God to come and save me. Somebody comes to try to pull him up. No, 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 no. You go away. I'm waiting for God to come save me. I'm waiting for him to come save me for God. A boat comes. Oh, no, no, no. You guys can go. I'm waiting for God to come save me. It's kind of like that. God sends us messages in so many different facets that we have to keep our eyes open. We have to stay connected because if we are hungry for change, or we're hungry for evolution. The answers are going to come. And when they come, are you connected? Are you in a position to really receive those messages because it may come from a truck driving past with a message on it and you read that message and that could be a sign you can turn on the radio in your car and a commercial could come on and someone says a statement that is really meant for you you can meet a stranger and they smile at you or say something or give you a message or recommend a video or recommend a scripture or something are you hungry are you going to See the signs. Are you going to receive the messages? You can't ask God for a sign and then when you receive the information, do nothing with it and then wonder why things aren't progressing. Are you listening? And in this video, 
that was presented to me. I saw it as a sign. It was so significant to me that it helped me see things in a way that I hadn't seen them before. And I was so grateful. And that's why I want to share this with you all, because I think this is going to be significant to your life as well. And I think it's perfect timing that we're still in the beginning of the new year. <laughs> so anyway, Eric Thomas talks about finding your why. That in life, we are looking for a purpose, right? And we want to become better people and successful in everything that we do. And we want to be wealthier. We want to be happier. We want to have a happier relationship with our loved ones. We, but, but things hold us back. The lack of motivation, you know, some people like sleep more than what their purpose is. They have a desire for success, but they may want to sleep in all the time because their motivation isn't strong enough. They need to find their why. Their why for what they do is not strong enough. He's saying that your why has to be bigger than you. That when you think about your why, it doesn't matter if you're depressed, if you're sad, if you're sleepy, if you're tired, if you're hungry. If you want some, go out and, and get smashed off of alcohol the night before, wake up the next morning and your whole day is ruined because you're all hungover. Your why needs to pull you out of whatever it is that you're going through and help you thrive. Your why can be your children. It can be something that is pushing you and bigger than you. Eric Thomas says that his why is so that he can be able to provide the kind of life for his wife and his kids, for his family to live like they want to to live the kind of life they want to. And that's what drives him. And for a lot of people, it is their family. For those who don't have a family, it can be your children. If it's not your children, then it can be your mom, your dad. It can be something else. It can be a purpose, a, a meaningful um, purpose, like a charity or, or the homelessness or um, sexual abuse or cancer or something needs to fill you up and drive you. It needs to be this driving force that when you think about it, it makes you want to do better. It, want, it makes you want to keep going. It makes you want to keep going really hard. So this year for me is about finding my why, although I've already found it. And let me tell you, some things have changed. I stopped drinking alcohol, not even my little glass of wine that I like to have in the evening, especially with my pasta, because I love pasta. I stopped drinking because I realized that when I drink, that my mind isn't as sharp as, as it could be. And that in order for me to be on top of everything that I'm doing, I can't even have a glass of wine. Now that doesn't have to be for everyone. This was just my personal preference. This is a decision that I made for myself. You've got to figure out what it is for you. So for me, I did a seven day cleanse. After I did my seven day cleanse, I changed my eating habits. I eat a lot more clean now. Um, I got me a Nutribullet. I do a lot of uh, uh, green smoothies. I don't drink any alcohol anymore. And I started waking up at 5.30 in the morning because I wanted to get a start to my day, an earlier start to my day. And I find that I've gotten so much more done, so much more mental clarity to do what I need to do so much more connection to that divine power that surrounds us in this universe because now I'm being thrown ideas and creative solutions and energy in order to fulfill those solutions and carry out these messages. The clarity that I have from not drinking has even given me more 
of an open mind and clarity on the vision to come. And so I say this to you because what is your why? You don't have to do what I just described. I'm just sharing with you how it's a how it's affected me in a real positive way to find my why. I had my uh, a purpose before, but I had to really dig deep in this new perspective of what's my why? Why am I doing this show every week? Why am I writing a book? Why am I doing anything related to raising awareness to the signs of positive communication? Why am I doing this? Really? Is it good enough to pull me out of the bed in the morning so early before anyone else so that I can get an early start and be driven? Is it big enough and important enough to keep me in a mind frame of wanting to be my best so that I can take care of my body and my health so that I can be in pristine shape to give the best of me to you? Is it driving me enough to totally give up alcohol because you know what a clear mind 24 hours 100 percent out of the year is way more important because my why is that big my why is that purposeful it's bigger than me it's bigger than life and i cannot take that for granted and neither can you so in this year I encourage you guys, please find your why. Ask yourself, what is your why? Figure out your why into what drives you. That doesn't matter if you're sad or what you're going through, that it pulls you out of that and it keeps you going. And also, again, I encourage you guys, look up Eric Thomas. He's got some good stuff, some really, really good stuff. And um, I wanted to just touch on this. In relation to words, you know what I find to be the most common thing among people who are happy and successful? I mean, I'm talking about well-known people. I found through my research, I've done years of research, there's one major thing that is the most common with all of them. Just taking a sip from my tea. Um, they all speak impeccably. This is no coincidence that a lot of these really well-known people, and I'm talking about the Beyonce's, the Oprah's, the Richard Branson's, the Donald Trump's, the well-known well-known people, like the list goes on and on, well-known people of our time. The one thing that they all have in common is that they speak impeccably about their future, they have a, their 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 vocabulary is riddled and rich with all kinds of positive adjectives and very like forward thinking words and progressive words they use a lot of progressive words when they're describing the present moment again they use a lot of positive adjectives and you know what's even more significant that i want to share with you guys when they talk about their past, whether they've been through hardship or struggle, they actually use a lot of words and synonyms associated with growth and evolving. That is something that we can't overlook because obviously we have to look at those if we want to be successful, right, in life and we've got a certain vision. We've got people who we look up to or we look to, okay, they're the mold or they're the standard. They've done it so we can do it. Well, what about them is so special? What about them is that we need to know in order to get to where they are or even supersede them? And sometimes those qualities is hard to pinpoint, right? Because there are so many different personalities that are well-known. They're not all the same personality. Some are more boisterous than others. Some are more sensitive than others. Some are more quiet. You know, everybody's different. They're all different personalities. But one thing that they do have in common is that they all choose positive words when they speak about their past, about their present, and about their future. 
Just pay attention to interviews. When you read the interviews about them, when you listen to them speak on television, when you uh, read any type of uh, media where they're talking or speaking or explaining anything, especially when they're talking about their life and themselves, the words that they use are, are impeccable. What I love the most is when digging back to their past and their come up before they become well known in our society. I like to go back to when they were just starting out. And I look back at those interviews and those, uh, some of their very first interviews ever written in print or on, uh, on television. And it's the same. Nobody knew who they were, but they're all still have that one thing in common, that they were speaking very impeccably about their lives, about themselves, about their future, about what they do. Even if some of them had a really tough upbringing and, and horrible experiences with their parents, they even speak about that impeccably. And there's something to it. And that's, then that is my job is to point these things out to you guys to let you know that uh, pay more attention to your words. Definitely pay more attention to how you speak because that changes everything. It changes because words are an example of how we feel and it triggers emotions. And we know that what we bring into our existence is a result of our vibration. So if we are feeling crappy, look, still choose a positive word. Talk yourself positively out of feeling crappy. It works. It worked for me, it can work for anyone. And another thing I wanted to bring to light to you guys, let's talk about meditation. Um, I was going through my old books. Oh gosh, I've got a library of so many books. I'm an avid reader. I love to read. And don't give me a Kindle or any of those digital things they got these days. I'm really old-fashioned. I love to hold the actual book in my hands. I like to collect them and put them in my library because it makes me feel good because every book is part of who I am. Um, I've gotten a little bit from all of them. And um, I was looking at my life, going through my library, and I came across one of the first books on meditation that I read. And um, I meditate every morning. And oh gosh, it's such a, a wonderful, wonderful experience. Let me tell you, meditation is like cloaking yourself with a shield of God. I can accomplish and do anything for that day. Anything I come across is like always a wonderful, beautiful outcome. And it just feels so good. I feel so in control. I feel so at ease. I feel so comfortable in my skin. That's what meditation does for me. It's like I'm putting on a shield of God, like God's got his, you know, arm around me and just send me off into the world with this glowing shield. It's just a wonderful, wonderful feeling. And um, when I first started meditating, you know, it took me some time to understand and get into the, the vortex of silence and uh, focusing my mind. But um, this book, Getting Into the Vortex, Guided Meditations um, by Esther and Jerry Hicks, was one of the first books that I read and it's really, really good. And I realized that I didn't get through the entire book, but I did want to read part of this for you. Um, it says, Your life is supposed to feel good to you, for you have deliberately chosen it as the platform from which more will flow. The appreciation that source feels for you, never-endingly, will wrap you in a warm blanket of worthiness if you will allow it. Okay. This is not coincidence. Let me tell you, I just opened the book after I spoke to you about meditation makes me feel like I've got a cloak of kind of like God wraps his arms around me and I feel like I have a shield of God. I did not even open the book yet. After I said that to you guys, I just opened the book 
and that was the first thing that I, that my eyes fell upon. It's no coincidence. This message is totally meant for you guys in this moment. Let me read that again. Ah, this just stuff like this. So it excites me. You know why? Because everything is just so in alignment and this message is oh so real. I just got finished telling you about how it's like a shield that that basically encompasses me. And it says here in the book, your life is supposed to feel good to you for you have deliberately chosen it, chosen it as the platform from which more will flow. The appreciation that source feels for you never endingly will wrap you in a warm blanket of worthiness if you will allow it. A warm blanket of worthiness. And that's exactly what it feels like. So I encourage you guys to go ahead and get into the swing of meditation because you will be wrapped in a warm blanket of worthiness if you will allow it. And, um, but honestly, it's really good for clearing your mind because, you know, meditation from a scientific point of view is the part of the brain, which is the frontal cortex, is the part of the brain that helps you focus more. And it helps you just become um, more concentrated and you, it, it, it pulls out the higher self. So you will be thinking from a higher level, which is not um, invoked by emotions or illogical thinking. So when you're meditating and you come into this, um, this focused state of mind, you're activating the frontal cortex. And when that frontal cortex is activated, you are now focused from a higher state of concentration and consciousness. So therefore, once you start activating, especially if you meditate on a daily basis and you're constantly activating that frontal cortex of your brain, other things that you do after your meditation is sort of like you exercise a certain muscle um, and it gets stronger through exercise, well, once you meditate and you do that repeatedly, you're exercising a part of your brain that you are that is actually a higher part of your brain, uh, uh, logical thinking and focus. So once you strengthen that, other things in your day that you may come across or situations, you will find that you have a different reaction to it because instead of thinking from more um, logical or emotional standpoint, you will be thinking from a higher, not, um, higher part of your brain that doesn't tap into your emotions. So it's not triggered by an emotional response. So meditation is really good for you if you are starting this new year and want a different approach to how you do things. And you know what? The funny thing is, I got to take another sip from my tea. Hold on. Um, you know, the funny thing is, I don't know why recently a, a couple people I've, I've encountered have questioned meditation to me. They've, they brought it up in a sense that they think that meditation is a portal to allowing um, some type of spirit or demon into you in some kind of way. It's like um, allowing negative energy into your space or into your body or your mind. Um, for those out there that I, I was surprised because I didn't even realize there were people out there that viewed meditation as a potentially bad thing. Not sure where that came from. And I didn't even ask because it was not necessary to know. But if you are one of those people who wonder or are afraid to meditate because when you meditate you do go into a different state of consciousness your body may get numb and you may feel like your body is floating and you may feel like there is something in the room with you that's the presence of of god that's the presence of divinity um it's the energy field around you, the, the energy field. 
um, that is expanding from you. It's all good things. Um, when I meditate, I do get numb. My body, I do lose sense of um, direction in terms of where my body is facing. That's when I'm in a really deep meditation. Um, but it's it's a good thing. There is no entities that are now allowed into my mind or my brain or my body. That's not how meditation works. There's nothing spooky about meditation. Meditation is all about stillness. It's all about finding stillness because in silence and stillness, that's where we find God. That's where we find our, our strongest connection to that divine power that we call God. So if you have the intentions of going into a meditation for stillness and for clarity and with the mind that you are going to find peace and connection with that divine source, which is God, you will feel, and especially if you get if you get into a space of um, conscious meditation, you are going to feel a little numb. You are going to feel good. You will feel silence. You will feel a presence of that energy force. But do not be afraid. It's nothing to be afraid of. There's no demons or spirits that's coming for you. Get that out of your head. Okay. I didn't even realize there were people who felt this way. And if you are one of them who feel this way, please be reassured that meditation is a beautiful and godly thing. Now, if you turn it, if whoever's out there turns, can turn anything from a beautiful thing into an ugly thing, from a good thing to an evil thing. So if you're sitting around and trying to conjure up something evil, well, then you're going to get what you're looking for. But meditation is a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful thing. And it's, you, it's a wonderful way of finding your centeredness and making yourself whole. It strengthens your mind and scientifically proven. Look it up. Google it. Meditation is an absolutely wonderful and beautiful thing and it helps you to connect with who you are. It helps you to sit in silence, which is where God is. It helps you to receive ideas and creativity from the divine. And it strengthens your spirit, your internal spirit, the, 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 the spirit that you truly are, the part of you that is really who you are. It, it, it brings that out to the surface. So that's the intentions of meditation. Meditation is a good thing. Just like we pray and we have a conversation with God, we tell God what we want and thank God for things. When we meditate, it's our time to listen to God. So meditation is a wonderful experience and I encourage you all to try it. Make it part of your life, your daily experience. Set some time out to meditate for 10 minutes and then incrementally do it for longer periods of time, 15 minutes, then 20 minutes, or for as long as you want. Deepak Chopra says that he meditates for up to four hours every day. That's how he starts his day. And it's a wonderful thing. Do not be afraid. Be encouraged. And one last thing I want to leave you all with. By the way, I really, really am hopeful for this new year. I think this new year is going to bring a lot of goodness to many of us. As long as we keep the right state of mind. It's a new beginning. I like to say when it's your birthday... It's your personal new year. So shout outs to anyone whose birthday it is in January. I am wishing you a prosperous, happy, and peaceful new year filled with love. But I want to also encourage everyone else for this new year that keep a hopeful mind. Keep a positive perspective. Because... Wherever you focus your intentions, as you look out into the horizon, 
for the rest of the months that are to come, you will reap what you focus on. And I want to encourage you to use your words to help your focus. Speak about things in such a way that is impeccable. And I guarantee you, you will start to see a difference. You'll see a difference in the way that your life starts to unfold more positively. And things start to get to, into alignment for you. That is the power of words. See, I can tell my brother, screw off. Or I could tell my brother, I love you. But what you said hurt me. And I'd like for us to do that. Try this again. You see the difference of how positive words are progressive and positive words are healing, not for yourself and just for yourself, but for the other person too. But a negative response is it's ending and it's unresolving and it lingers negative feelings. So keep that in mind because I want to hear from you guys. I love receiving your messages. I love reading your emails. Let me tell you something. It encourages me and it adds to my why. It reminds me of why I do this. Why I wake up so early in the morning. By the way, I'm probably going to start waking up at 5 o'clock instead of 530 because I want even more time out of my day to live and to enjoy and to be driven and to create. I love hearing your, uh, your messages. And I really thank you guys from all over the world who listen to my show for leaving your comments, for sending your notes, for wishing me well and telling me about your life story, for being so transparent with me. I appreciate it. And I thank you. And once again, it encourages me as well. And it adds to my why and it keeps me pushing. And when I wake up in the morning, I think about your notes. And I remember, it's a reminder that we all have a purpose. I've figured out mine. And I hope and my wish to you all is that you figure out yours. And with that, I just like to leave you all um, with this prayer. God, please help guide my tongue to say the right things at the right time with the right heart and the right mind. Amen. I'm wishing you guys all blessings. And please go to my website at reshabaker.com, like me on Facebook, and follow me on Twitter. And by the way, I do have affirmation t-shirts I like you guys to try out or just take a look at. Don't change, evolve, and self-wealth. Check me out. Send me a note. Drop me a line sometime. And wishing you guys a prosperous new year, a happy new year filled with love and fulfilled dreams, and lots and lots of fun and positive words. Until next time, everyone, take care. Love you and goodbye. Thanks for listening to Power Talk. Risha will be back next week with another Power Talk episode. For more information on Risha Baker on empowerment coaching, go to RishaBaker.com. See you next week.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.